Welcome to the York County Economic Alliance podcast series. I'm your host, Jason McSherry, and joining us today, we have Tim O'Donnell, General Manager at Modern Landfill. Tim, glad you could join us today. Hey, I'm happy to be here, Jason. Welcome to Modern. Thank you very much. Before we get started, uh, I know that you're, you've been with Modern Landfill, you said how long? I came to York County as the General Manager of Modern Landfill in 1996, so it's been 25 years. So how did you end up in York County? I started working in this industry back in 1988, and I worked for a company called Waste Management. I started in Pottstown, Pennsylvania, spent three years there, moved to Butler County, Pennsylvania, spent five years there, and in 1996, I came here to York County as the general manager at Modern Landfill. At the time, the landfill was owned by Waste Management, so it was my third move in the industry, but it was the, my first assignment here in York County 25 years ago. So tell us a little bit about Modern uh, Landfill and the role that it plays here in York County. Modern Landfill is a critical component to the environmental infrastructure here in York County. It's a large regional landfill, but we support the entire business and residential uh, communities here in York County. Uh, and and uh, most folks who understand our business here in York realize that the municipal waste that we generate at our homes is all dis disposed of at the York County incinerator. But what a lot of people don't know is all of the ash that comes out of the York County incinerator comes here to Modern Landfill. So we are a key component to that disposal infrastructure here in the county. So when you say, you talk about the York County incinerator and the ash, basically all of, all of the waste that we put into our trash weekly is sent to the incinerator, it's burnt, and then turned into ash, and then the ash is stored at Modern Landfill, is that, am I correct? You are correct. There's three kinds of waste that we deal with. There's municipal waste that you and I would generate at our homes, residential. There is commercial waste, which businesses and institutions. Then there is industrial waste, which would come out of a, a factory or a manufacturing center. Um, and, and all three of those kinds of waste can be disposed of at a landfill, but not all of those can be disposed of at an incinerator. There's also a component, a subcomponent of municipal waste called C&D construction and demolition waste. So when you're remodeling your home or there's new construction going on, there's a lot of material that's generated that cannot go through an incinerator just because of the size or the nature of it. All of the construction waste generated in York County comes to modern landfill. All of the ash that comes out of the back end of the incinerator also comes to Modern Landfill. So Modern is a key component. So when you hear people talk about zero landfill and they say, well, my waste goes to an incinerator so we don't really need a landfill, it's not quite accurate because every incinerator, every incinerator needs a landfill to dispose of the ash that comes out of the back end. That makes sense. That's kind of like your backyard barbecue grill or your fireplace. I mean. You have to clean the ash out of it. It's not just that you burn the charcoal or you burn the wood and it completely disappears. So you still have to do something with that. Yeah, ash. it's interesting you use the word completely disappear. Until I came to work in this industry, I, like many other members of the public, put my trash on the curb every week and it disappeared. We didn't know where it went. So now I'm here to kind of help fill in the gaps with, with most folks and, and explain to them where does the garbage go. In your county, there's the, the different types of waste that we generate is residential municipal waste and commercial, which is also municipal waste. All of that material can go to the incinerator. 
The industrial waste and the construction and demolition waste cannot because it won't burn. Most of it won't burn. That all comes to the landfill in addition to the ash that comes out of the incinerator. Hopefully that's not too confusing. Not at all. Um, but the question I would, that comes to mind then is I think about going back to the analogy of the fireplace or the grill, you know, you have your ash that comes out. There's still something there, but it's very light and not very much compared to what you started out with. I have a feeling when you're talking on a countywide scale or a large scale, there's got to be a lot of ash that's coming into modern landfill from the incinerator. Is that right? That's correct. The, the incinerator, and, and these are very general numbers, rough, rough numbers, let's say 12 to 1400 tons a day of waste goes in the front end of the incinerator. There's probably six to 700 tons of ash that comes out of the back end of the incinerator. Now the county's done a really good job of looking for ways to reprocess the ash and clean the ash because a lot of things come through the incinerator that won't burn metals and things like that and they do a really nice job of, of removing the unburnables or or the things that can be recycled and they've also done a lot of work recently on trying to convert the ash into a building product and so forth but the outlets for that new material is not enough to manage all the material that's coming out the back end so even if they are cut the ash volume in half we're still looking at three to four to 500 tons every single day of ash that comes from that facility to this landfill. 300 to 500 tons a day. Correct. That is a lot of ash. It sure is. And, and how many residents or, and commercial customers do you, would you estimate that comes from? I believe the population of your county, and you may, you may be able to correct me here, is around 400,000, more or less. I think we're getting closer to 450,000, okay. getting, we're, we're slowly moving up that way, but. All right. So 450,000 residents in York County, we serve every single one of them via the fact that we accept the ash out of the incinerator with all the residential waste from the county goes to that incinerator. So indirectly, we serve every single residential customer. We also serve, uh, I believe 80% of the manufacturers in the county who generate waste out of their manufacturing and their factories uh, facilities that can't send their waste to the, to the incinerator. We, we serve, like I said, about 80% of them. And I believe 75% of all the construction waste that's generated in the county comes to modern landfill. So the short answer to that question is we serve every single resident of your county. Wow. Wow. That explains why you have 300 to 500 tons of ash a day. Correct. Which, when you think about it, starts to become a staggering number when you think about it, how many tons that has to be over a year. How, how long has Modern Landfill been around and, and yeah. providing this service? Modern Landfill, believe it or not, has been in operation in one form or another for approximately 50 years. Now, you have to realize that 50 years ago, there was not the same technology, the not, not the same regulatory environment that we have today. So 50 years ago, let me, let me put it this way, on the very first Earth Day, 1970, there was 1,100 dump sites in Pennsylvania. Every town, every crossroads, every community had the town dump, 1,100. Over the course of time, through the 70s and 80s, as regulations started to get more stringent, as we started to understand the implications of uncontrolled dumping or, or the implications of 
contamination related to these things, that's when EPA and Pennsylvania DEP came into place and started to put regulations in place. So today, those 1,100 facilities are now shrunk down. To, I think we have 43 permitted landfills in Pennsylvania. So when you think about 43 landfills versus 1,100 dump sites, there's a dramatic difference in what they look like, how they're managed, how they're operated, highly, highly regulated versus the old town dump. So 50 years ago, we were one of those old town dumps, but we've evolved over that time and upgraded the facilities, put the state-of-the-art liner systems in, wastewater collection, gas collection, all the environmental. As a matter of fact, if you go back in history, there's only really two ways to manage waste. You burn it or you bury it. Here we are in your county today, burning and burying waste like we have through centuries. So the difference is multiple layers of environmental protection that are built into these systems that we haven't had in the past. When you were talking about all of those different, how landfill and waste management has changed over the decades, you're talking about the products that are being burned or buried, but Republic Services also does some recycling services as well. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what recycling services Republic does? Sure, you, you asked about recycling. And, and when I talk about handling waste, I'm, I'm talking about after recycling has occurred. Because when you think about it, recycling has always happened. We've always found ways to remove the valuables from the waste stream, whether it was in, in antiquity or even today. The good stuff, we find ways to pull out. And what's happening with recycling markets we're finding ways, we're finding outlets and uses for those commodities more and more all the time. So yes, Republic Services is, we, we are, in addition to operating landfills, we operate hauling and recycling services as well. As a matter of fact, we have a very large hauling division here in York County that services many uh, commercial, industrial, and residential accounts. Um, but, uh, and, and most of those facilities, we also provide recycling as well as hauling service. So from the hauling and the waste side, it either goes to the landfill or it goes to the incinerator, but we also have a recycling component that all that material is, is then sent off for processing through recycling. And what are some of the common uh, waste items that, that you can pick up or recycle? Well, it's the classic ones that have value. It's the different plastics that you see, you know, the recycling indication and I'm not a recycling expert so I can't spout uh, all the all the fine details on that but it's aluminum cans it's all kinds of metal it's and it's the plastics now there's been a lot in the news lately about recycling about paper and waste paper and cardboard and different things so it really is a commodities market and the recycling uh, the profitability rises and falls with world markets we all know that now uh, but we are seeing a rebound from the the, the dip we saw in recycling a few years ago based on the China sword activities where all of our outlets uh, in, the, in the Far East kind of closed up there for a while. And I think some secondary markets have been developed over time to, to, to make up for that. So we are seeing recycling start to uh, become more and more profitable as we go forward. And for your customers, I know that on your, your website, you do have the opportunities to schedule specialized recycling pickups. Um, is that correct? Sure. You know, just from a pure business standpoint, you know, we have a very uh, robust sales and, and service department that any customer can call in and in and if they have a particular question. Because I'm the landfill guy or the or the waste guy, I get I get the craziest questions from my neighbors. 
can you recycle a pool liner? Can you recycle, you know, this or that or the other thing? And just because something is plastic or cardboard or paper doesn't necessarily mean it can be recycled. There's the classic answers about bottle caps and pizza boxes and all those kind of things. And as long as it's clean, chances are it can be recycled. So between recycling and waste management, there, you have to have a pretty large workforce, especially when you're talking about servicing every resident and most of the businesses in York County. Well, understand when I say we service everyone in York County via the landfill. Now, now we provide the outlet for that ash. So every resident in the county needs us there to be able to accept that ash. But our customer is the York County Solid Waste Authority because they're the ones technically who generate that ash. So those, when I say every individual, some of them are indirect customers, but we also have many, many direct customers as well. So in our hauling division, we service many uh, municipal accounts, many commercial accounts. We have a very large workforce here in New York County. We have a hauling division uh, over in Amingsville. Our workforce over there is about 150 workers. Uh, we have numerous, like I said, probably uh, several thousand uh, commercial accounts. We service probably 40 or 50,000 uh, residential accounts. On any given day, just in our business unit, there's probably 10,000 customer touches between commercial, residential, and industrial. That has to be a huge economic impact from whether you were directly or indirectly affecting basically everybody in your county. I mean, what, what is the operations and the estimated economic factor of modern landfill and Republic services. So I'm going to separate the two because Republic services is, we'll say that's the hauling division. The landfill itself su supports multiple hauling divisions. So even though we're a hauler in York County, the landfill uh, supports all the haulers in York County. So let's talk about that for a minute. If let, let, I think what you're asking is what's the implication if modern landfill wasn't here? Well, think about, uh, the, the fact that there's probably close to four to 5,000 tons of waste that come here every day. There's three to 400 deliveries, different truckloads that come here every day. If this landfill was, wasn't here, all those trucks would have to go somewhere else. So you look around in the marketplace, how far do you have to haul to go somewhere else? And you know, there's other outlets in, in Pennsylvania, but it's purely an economic equation at that point uh, because as customers, you know, all customers want to know that their material is going to a safe, environmentally sound disposal location. So the old days of the 1,100 dumps in PA are over. Illegal dumping is rapidly becoming a thing of the past. So we have to find the next closest or many closer uh, disposal facilities that are also environmentally sound and compliant and all the rest. So. You just do the math and it's all about the cost of hauling at that point. The disposal piece is one part that what, what we have to charge at the gate, but the other part is how much does it cost to get it there? So if you go out a hundred miles or 200 miles or further, think of the difference you'd have to pay the hauler just to transport that material much further away. Especially when you're talking several hundred tons correct. a day, correct? that can add up really quickly. Sure. That's correct. That's right. So what is the status of the landfill? If it's been here for 50 yeah. years, this is a huge property, but yeah. how much longer can you continue to, to accept waste here at the modern landfill? 
So let's take a look backwards. So I talked about this facility being here for 50 years and it started out as a small local dump site like everyone else and over time it evolved and it changed hands a few times and then ultimately came into uh, the possession of big national corporations who do this work. Waste management acquired the facility in 1984, had it until 99. So waste management was here for 15 years. That's how I got here. In 99, Republic Services acquired the facility from waste management, and I've been here ever since. So even though it's 50 years old, it's really been a modern landfill, uh, probably for about the last 35 years. Um, now, think about a landfill as a factory. And what we manufacture in our factory is space for a generator to deliver their waste material. It, 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 it must go to a, a lined, permitted landfill. So what we created our factory is airspace for you, the generator, to bring your waste. So, so we are the, probably the only industry in the world that for our business to remain the same, our factory has to continually get bigger. That's why landfills expand. This particular landfill has gone through five different expansions over that 50-year period. And when we talk about expansion, it's not just making it bigger. It's a permitting effort that is on par with, I always say it's like running for president when you, when you uh, expand your landfill. It's like a four-year process. You have a tremendous amount of uh, first environmental investigation and design work. Then you have engineering, more design, then you have regulatory, you look at how it, the impact in the community. It's a, it's a completely holistic view of the impact of, of expanding this landfill. So when we talk about an expansion project, it's a multi-year, many different regulatory agencies involved in the process. So to get back to your original question, how much time is left? As we stand here today, Modern has about four years of life remaining in the existing permitted facility. That's why you continuously have to be thinking or you're, you're either preparing for or you're going through an expansion basically all the time. I came to Modern in 1999. We were issued a permit expansion at that point that we thought was gonna be about a 15 year expansion. Ultimately, it turned into a 25 year expansion because of consolidation and changes in the marketplace. So in the entire time that I've been here, I've known that Somewhere down the road, we are going to get to the point where it's going to be time to expand this landfill again. So you're always thinking ahead. And here we are four years remaining with an effort to try and expand this landfill once again. So you're looking to expand. Is, is there opportunities to expand locally? We do have the opportunity to expand this facility. Uh, we've been working on a project now for quite some time, several years. You know, And early on in the process, it's really just a matter of identifying the acreage, buying, excuse me, buying the land, and then doing your environmental evaluation so that you can determine from an engineering perspective what size, shape, configuration of a facility can you put on your acreage. So several years ago, we identified an area to the east of our existing facility, and we've, we've, it's approximately 300 acres more or less of land, but within that 300 acre, there's a 124, I think, acre footprint that we believe is a, the next reasonable, practical expansion footprint for this facility. And how long do you think that that footprint would provide opportunity or space, as you put it, for the future? Based on our estimates and based on the current acceptance rates that we have now, we 
predict that that next footprint would provide about 25 years of life. Wow, wow. But then in four years, if, we, if you haven't completed those expansions and negotiations, what happens? Um, what happens when you reach capacity and the incinerator has a truckload of ash that needs to go somewhere? That's a great question. So, so if this landfill doesn't, obviously when a landfill fills up, it has to close. We, from the time a permit is issued, even before you put the first load of waste in a new facility, we know in advance how much capacity that has, how much airspace is available in that landfill. And we talk about it in terms of cubic yardage. So a cubic yard is three by three by three. This current landfill that we've been filling in for about 50 years has over 40 million cubic yards of airspace. That's, that's the way we talk about capacity, about 40 million cubic yards of airspace. The new facility that we're designing is gonna have 20 to 23 million cubic yards of airspace. And historically, over the last decade or so, we've consumed about a million yards of airspace every year. So it's a pretty easy mental calculation. If we got 23 million yards, that's probably about 23 years. I think over time we see consolidation and our, and our compaction ability gets better. We use very large specialty equipment to compact that waste as tightly as we can, because we're really, it's a construction project. We're building a mountain out of, out of waste. So that 23 million yards, in my opinion, is gonna last for about 25 years. Wow, okay. So how long has the York County incinerator been in place and bringing ash there? Uh, are there, are there, how was waste disposed of prior to the incinerator being there? I believe the incinerator was built in the late 1980s. Prior to that, York County had their own landfill and there were other landfills in York County at the time. Uh, as well as modern landfill. In the late 80s, the incinerator was built uh, and, and they took ash, their ash, to their own landfill for many, many years. That landfill closed, I'm gonna say, in the 90s sometime. I'm not exactly sure of the dates, but at the, point, at the time the landfill closed, there was several different outlets for the ash or, or different projects, but we've been taking the bulk of that ash out of that incinerator probably for close to 15 to 20 years at this point. So from the late 80s, that means that there could be a treasure trove of old video games that were disposed of just waiting to be found or old baseball cards, things like that. Yeah, they're there, I'm sure. <laughs> it would cost a lot of money to, get, to go find them, I can tell you that. Okay. Um, Want to double back and, and talk about the workforce that, that sure. Republic Services have. So with those three divisions, how, how many employees do you have between the three different divisions? We employ 250 people right here in York and Lancaster counties. We have also have a small facility or a smaller workforce. We have a landfill in Berks County, but altogether 250 people. Modern Landfill alone employs 35 people full-time, many long-tenured employees. We have very good jobs here. This is a, a well-paying job, great benefit package. There are 35 families that are supported directly from the workforce here at Modern Landfill, as well, along with our 250 across the, the county and the marketplace. And what is the, the total economic impact from your operations? Yeah. The economic impact of this facility is massive. 
there are significant benefits that go back to the community as well as back to the state related to landfill disposal. This is, this is all regulated and legislated. For every ton of waste that comes into this landfill, there are $6 that go right back to, the, to Harrisburg for environmental programs and recycling. So if you just use a million tons a year as, as, as a rule of thumb, $6 million a year go back to the state. We also have what's called a host fee. So we happen to be in two different townships here. We are in Windsor Township and Lower Windsor. We have a township border that goes down through the center of our facility. Windsor Township each and every year receives $1.2 million of direct payment to, to based on the, 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 the host fee here. Lower Windsor receives about 800,000. We're talking about upping that number if we go into this new expansion so that each township receives about the same amount. So we'll be at 1.2 million per year. If you forecast that into the 25 year projection, it's pretty simple to do the math and to understand the financial implications of, of this landfill going away. That's, that doesn't even consider some of the other non-monetary things that we do. We collect and, and dispose of the trash in Windsor Township. There are 17,500 residents in Windsor Township. We pick up their trash for free. Wow. We've offered Lower Windsor the same uh, benefit if we can get uh, the host agreement modified over there. There's 7,000 residents in Lower Windsor. So if the landfill can go forward, we're talking about over 21,000 residents just in these two townships that would receive free trash disposal. There's many other benefits that we also do. We have a spring and fall cleanup with Lower Windsor Township. I think over 25 years, that's been worth about $400,000. Uh, we support local uh, emergency services, fire companies, the little leagues. Anyone who comes and, and asks for support at Modern Landfill is gonna come away with something. We understand the value of being a good neighbor and we've been a, we've been a good neighbor in this community for decades. What we wanna do with this expansion is continue our business. We're not asking to grow our business any, any larger than what it is, but remember our factory, our factory has to get bigger just to be able to stay the same. But all the benefits, all the good neighbor things that we do will continue if we can continue this expansion. If we don't, it all goes away. And you'd mentioned about $6 million that, that goes to Harrisburg for environmental programs. What kind of environmental programs does that support? Well, the, the Harrisburg, two dollars of every of, from every ton. So part of that, two million of that money goes to the recycling fund. So that's to support recycling programs and so forth across the Commonwealth. Four dollars goes to the Growing Greener Fund, and Growing Greener is a program that's been around, I think, for close to twenty years now. That supports all kinds of environmental initiatives, from stream cleanups to brownfill reclamations to uh, many, many other things. And, and that's been a program, I think it's been in place since about 2002. Wow, so not just the economic impact, but basically the effect that you have and the number of people that you touched just in your county and across the state is probably almost impossible to, to measure. It's, it's very significant, but, it, but as you said, it, it, it's one of these, you know, the garbage disappear concepts. So we don't really think too much about where waste goes, but, uh, in our industry, we consider ourselves the ultimate environmentalists. I don't know that everyone always thinks about a landfill as an environmentally uh, uh, positive thing, but I'm, I'm telling you, go back to 1970, go back to that very first Earth Day when we had 1,100 un, unpermitted, unregulated, unlined dump sites to handle all the waste. 
Now, now there's often the far distant future, there may come a day a hundred years from now where we aren't making waste anymore. If we stop making waste, incinerators go away, landfills go away, and, and, and everything's that much better. But until that time, landfills are gonna be a critical component of protection for the public safety. Well, Tim, I, I wanna thank you for taking some time to join us today. I know we're coming up on our time here a little bit. Uh, before we wrap up though, I do wanna hit you with a couple of quick questions, um, lightning round type of questions. We have our iHeart Yoko triple trivia that I oh, wanted to pose goodness. to you. Okay. So the motto for the York County Economic Alliance is I heart or I love Yoko. So we have three quick questions based off of each segment of that um, motto. The first of which is gonna focus on I. So answer this question for mm -hmm. me. The superhero or super villain that I think is most like me is? Well, um, I'm, I'm on, on the older side of the generation that watches all these superhero movies, but the last one I saw, the coolest guy that I've seen in a movie is the Black Panther. I would like to be the Black Panther. He's pretty, he's pretty cool. Nice, nice. Yeah, villain, I don't want to be a villain. I want to be the Black Panther. <laughs> good answer, good answer. All right, so second question focuses on the heart or the love part of I Heart Yoko. You are probably very well aware that York County is known as the snack food capital of the U.S. What is your favorite Yoko oh, snack? That is so easy. Martin's kettle cooked plain potato. Not the barbecue, not the ridge, just the plain Martin's kettle cooked. I love those chips. Oh, you can't go wrong with those. <laughs> they never get stale. It's great. And they're a classic no matter what. Barbecues, holidays. Yes, sir. Perfect answer. All right, third, final question for the Yoko portion. What is your favorite uniquely Yoko tradition or activities, such as like the York Fair or uh, street rods, that kind of thing? You know, I'm gonna go off a little bit and say we have a tremendous resource in York County that I think is underutilized, and it's that Susquehanna River. That riverfront in Lower Windsor, the, the long level, as well as the rest of the county, I spent a lot of time down there. My wife and I got kayaks over the last couple of years. And, and it always baffles me that not, there's not more people using that river. But I think that is a, a hidden gem. I know there's a lot of people that use it, but there's a lot more that don't. I've lived it for 25 years. And in the last two or three years, we started kayaking and we just have a ball there. I think that riverfront is just an awesome resource in your county. That is a great answer. No one has ever said that. Right. And it actually ties in so well with one of our initiatives. Uh, we have the Trail Towns program, and we recently launched a Trail Towns program in Wrightsville and are trying to incorporate the, the Susquehanna River as one of those natural assets to, to bring more activity. So amazing. Um, <laughs> I, I almost think that you probably were reading my mind a little bit. Well, I, I did see an article about the, the uh, Wrightsville River Town uh, ad recently, but yeah, I just, I just think that river is amazing. I love it. Tim, once again, I can't thank you enough for taking some time to talk with us today. Tell us a little bit about Modern Landfill and Republic Services. It's been great having you. Well, it's been great being here. As, as you can probably tell, uh, you have to be an ambassador when you're in our industry. I can go into a room, into a party, any house, any street, any home in America and have something in common with every single person. We all make trash and we all want to talk about it. I'm not sure why that is, but I'm happy to talk trash anytime you want. 
So in other words, you do invite those questions about whether or not you can recycle the bottle cap or the pizza. I do. I've had about a thousand of those questions. So yes, I know the answers. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Thank you, Tim.